Coming up on TMS, accidental porn. Rough and tumble phlebotomist. June the name, not the expiration date. Renowned melons. Distraction, 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 stab. 38 guns for my 38 hands. Iron dagger, stranger. Wait, Listen iron up. dagger, stranger. Try again. Iron dagger, stranger. Try again. One more time. Iron danger, stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus noodles. <laughs> I was thinking of Bill's gutter. Nice. I know, I know. <laughs> my brain wouldn't let go of it. All right. I would not, could not win Babel Royale. What is the size ratio of person and falcon? Hits the melons, smells the melons, blank the melons. The cobra bit Britman, then died of COVID. Fessing up to unhealthy Chinese food. Knives for Bill's gun party. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And I'm running away from you like a fart in an elevator. The morning stream. Better than dog butt flung poo. Welcome back to the morning stream, everybody. It's Monday, November 3rd. It's TMS. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Hi, Scott. You know, having done, what, three episodes in the last uh, two weeks, uh, it's easy to forget what show we're doing. Yeah, what the hell are we even doing here? But it is the morning stream. What did I say? I said it TMS, is. didn't I? No, you said the morning stream. You're just hesitant. I just hesitated. I, I just kind of hung hesitant. there. Yeah. I hung. <laughs> When I should have. Welcome to uh, <laughs> what is this? Uh, the morning stream. That's exactly what it sounded like. Oh, we had a holiday. Then nope. we had a, then no we had embellishment. A, no. No, none. None. <laughs> we had a holiday. We had a we had a, 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 a freaking play date thing, which is nothing nothing like a regular show. And then, you know, other right. stuff. But then today we're back at it, and it feels good, I guess, to be here. Sorta, kinda. I had blood taken today, and my arm hurts. They usually don't hurt me, but it hurt today. Like right here, man. Ooh. Yeah, I wonder. So, what, what were they drawing blood for? Uh, just a follow-up test on something we'll that they're checking on from six months ago, and it's not a. So it's just a regular thing, but uh, the phlebotomist uh, just seemed to be a little more rough and tumble than I'm used to. That's all. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of stabby stabby going on. Instead also, of the old. It also might be. You know how uh, we mentioned before with the flu shots that um, some of the smaller gauge needles are going directly to essential workers for COVID. Yeah. Um, that might have been a thicker thicker gauge Oh, I didn't think about that. That's to. a really good point. I yeah. should have asked while I was going because I did go... Because she asked, she says, so what is, it, what is it you do for... I understand you have a kind of a weird job. And I go, <laughs> oh, well, I do a little broadcasting. Yeah. <laughs> distraction, 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 distraction. Stab! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was doing, but now it never hurts, but today it does. So yeah, maybe you're right. I think maybe you're right. Thought we were done talking about being a rogue in a while. Yeah, we're not. We're not talking. About distraction, 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 distraction. Yeah. Stab. People still want to hear you talk about rogues. Is that yeah. what's happening? Yeah. No, no. I'm just saying. The distraction, distraction, distraction. Stab oh. is my rogue technique too. Oh, I, That's oh, my rotation. Oh, oh, I see. You built up a lot of combo points just right then. Yes, exactly. That. It was it was the uh, the com- the comparison of a phlebotom- phlebotomist. <laughs> And a rogue, a phlebotomist. A phlebotomist. Don't worry, I screwed that name up about 50 That's, times. You want to know where the phlebotomist drag, uh, gets blood, draws mm, blood from? <laughs> mm, the man wiener. From, from the butt. 
Uh, so check this out. We we had a weekend and it was nice and all that. All that's fine and everything. But had a weird thing happen yesterday during there will be dungeons. I okay. Hear, I oh, hear interesting. The, okay. I hear the doorbell ring. Bing bong. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm down here doing the show, so I can't I can't do much about it. But I can hear it. And I hear the dogs going freaking out like there's oh there's must be something terrible to bark at. And then somebody answered the door. And the next thing I know, Kim comes downstairs and hands me a small pizza. And (laughs) I muted the stream, took it off. I go, what's this about? I thought we weren't. I thought we ate already. Like we're we ate at like five because I had a show. And Uh she goes, she goes. Somebody, it's a, it's a screw up. Somebody sent their, uh, or we got a, a DoorDash for somebody else's pizza. And it's not the neighbors. And I went, <laughs> oh, okay, well, all right, so we'll eat that. Later, she comes down with a big uh, plastic bowl of pasta from somewhere. Don't know where. What? Yeah. Is it same delivery or a, a second delivery? Second delivery. Again, not of this. <laughs> we didn't order it. It came from somebody else. <laughs> and then there was a there was a third one that showed up, but no but, but with the last one. Now the third one we did know about because that was Honey, my pizza never showed up. <laughs> Order me some pasta. It was a it the was pasta my... didn't show up either. Order me some Jimmy John's. Exactly. It was somebody's um uh, somebody was sending Kim a birthday food delivery. On the, on the third, oh, on the okay. third one. So the first two oh, were nice. mistakes. Those were not supposed to be ours. Gotcha. But the third one, which was like desserts and crap, came with the pasta, which was not supposed to be in there, and was from a different store. Does that make oh, sense? Okay. Gotcha. Right. 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 So uh, it wasn't completely like it was. It was a mixed order. Yes. It was like mm-hmm. uh, same del- same driver, and he brings mm-hmm. noodles and company noodle thing mm-hmm. along with dessert stuff that came from this whole other place this bakery place that we go to all the time gotcha okay and that all came together we only paid for the bakery store nobody paid because we didn't have to pay for it but the friend only sure. paid for the bakery stuff the noodle stuff's not supposed to be in there so i don't know what happened last night but pizza <laughs> did you look, noodles did you look on the receipt maybe to see the address that they had for it they uh see, did they, or put did they that, even give you maybe they don't put that on there because that could be a yeah i don't think they do that as far as i know um, and also checking the app does no good because we didn't order it, right? So of course, yeah. All what all can you do? We we checked with neighbors because that's the first thought was like, oh, it's probably next door or whatever. None of them, two, one of them wasn't home, and the other one's like, nope, not us. So <laughs> so I ate that damn, I ate that pizza, and I ate that pasta. That's what I did. <laughs> We've done that once where um, so we used our DoorDash when we were next door at the crazy neighbor's house to order some uh, food one night. We're like, ah, nobody feels like cooking. We're hanging out here watching a movie or watching the Packer game or something. And I said, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up food. What do you guys want? So I pop in, pop up the DoorDash app, change the address to my next door neighbor's house. Yeah. We place our order. Yeah. I forget about it. And then the very next time we order, um, I, I completely forget to change it back. And the food, as it's coming, I'm saying, oh, hold on. That's not our address. I'm looking at the little app to see the, the little dot as it's making its way ever so slowly to our house <laughs> yeah. to bring us food why are they turning on that street yeah that um 
I hate that. And so I had to do the the call of like fessing up that we're ordering uh, uh, fattening deep fried uh, Chinese food or something, and <laughs> say, uh, when it comes to your house, just let me know, and I'll come next door and pick it up. Yeah, it's like a no big deal. It's like that. Uh, so anyway, really, they're really good. They've they've gone out during this whole pandemic. They, they've been like, it's totally ant and grasshopper, right? Mm. They've been totally like socking food away, storing things, um, making extras of things, and then freezing the extras. And they've gone out maybe, like I can count on the on one hand the number of times they've gone out since March of, of 2020. Okay. That's pretty good. That's really, really good. And so I always feel like, you know, uh, order shamed when I talk to them, like if I... Uh, if they say, oh, what are you guys having for dinner tonight? And I said, uh, you know, we're ordering from uh, El Tapatio or ordering from, uh, Ch- uh, you know, uh, uh, Chiquenos or whatever. Yeah. Some great Mexican places around us. Everything you and, just said uh, sounded good, just in name only. It sounded <laughs> you know, You know the sopapillas are good. Mm. Um, so I have to, you know, mm. I have to. Uh, but here's how we explain it. We're like, you know what? We balance each other out. You guys are doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing. We're we're keeping businesses afloat, but you guys are also doing the right thing by by being uh, conscious of of getting uh, outside food and and spending money and that sort of thing. So that's how we justify it. We just tell them that we're balancing each other out. And- sure. Are they? Is their basement? They got a basement full of like guns and. Uh- oh God, no! They have zero. They're they're not gun people. Okay. My yeah. I have my friend. They're pa- they're cheeseheads. They have a they have a basement full of. Uh, frozen pulled pork and uh, packer hats. I have a friend who has 38 guns in his basement right now. Really? Yeah. I'm like, 38 specials? I said to him, <laughs> I said, why do you have 38 guns? And he says, well, because, you know, first of all, I really like them, so I collect them anyway. But now with the COVID and all the stuff, I just, you know, I feel like I should have more guns just in case. I'm like, just do in you, case do what? How many arms to, uh, do you have? Reba McIntyre and uh, Michael Gross from uh, Tremors? Is that who you live next door to? Well, that's my whole point to him is unless they're zombies or unless you plan on right. arming the town, you're going to have right. them all line up and give everybody right, exactly. a gun? Exactly. So stupid. This is the moment we've been waiting for. Everybody come here, get your guns. We're going to get those zombies. Yeah, and I guarantee he's not going to do that. He's going to hoard them, thinking that somehow yeah. more guns is better, but he's only got two arms. You're not going to fire him with your feet. What are you right. going to do? Right. He's going to become the governor, not yeah. Rick. Ooh, I do want swords. Chat room has a good idea. Let's get a bunch of swords. Mm-hmm. I have two right here. I got a, uh, and, the, and a lightsaber. That's not really Yeah, does hurt. a lightsaber count? I have a lightsaber and... Um, I don't think so, because they're An acoustic too... guitar, and I think you can use an acoustic guitar as a weapon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you if can it, yeah. swing it real hard into somebody's head, yeah. I'm sure there's a, a a few movies where an acoustic guitar is used uh, as a weapon for for more than one fight. I know in, in Animal House it's used once uh, and destroyed, but uh, yeah. there's got to be a movie where <laughs> got to be somebody's done one where it's, where it's used more. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere, somewhere. Anyway, so did I do? I guess my question is, did I do the right thing? We got the food. Oh, you did the right thing. It. If you you know really you did more than you you asked the neighbors, which is more than I would have done. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Oh, okay. I mean, you told the driver. Obviously, Kim told the driver, oh, we didn't order this. No, they were gone. We came out oh, to get it. Oh, contactless delivery. Yeah, yes, they right. were out of there. So we couldn't even talk to them. And they were driving no, and off. They wouldn't, and they up. wouldn't take it back. Uh, it's like a baby bird. Uh, you yeah. know, once DoorDash leaves it on your doorstep, yeah. they don't know what you might have done to it. So <laughs> the mother does not want it back. <laughs> right. 
the cat took it already ate half of it we don't want that bird <laughs> that's right exactly right so yeah they they were gone and so there was nothing else to do i feel like we nope. did all did our our mm-hmm. duty that we could do and then the rest was not gonna we were not gonna waste the food and gonna, really after five minutes that food's gonna start to get cold and the person who ordered it isn't gonna want it anyway no. so you really just you have a you have a very short window to find the the real owner before you just say that's ah, us yeah we get the late uh, by the way the name somebody wrote the name on the pizza box it was a california mm-hmm. pizza kitchen by the way and okay. uh they do fine fine oh job. i hope they get the did they get the barbecue chicken no it was just a boring pepperoni <sighs> thing it wasn't anything fancy oh, i know man. i know it was lame i thought that too i was like why isn't this one of those gourmet fancy pizzas they do over there but Somebody right. was real boring. Anyway, her name was June. So her name was on the side. It says June. June. Mm-hmm. And at first I went, June. oh, I hope that wasn't the expiration date or something weird. But no, it's the latest <laughs> name. It would be great if, if pizza restaurants wrote the expiration date of the pizza on the box. Yeah. Best eaten Eat by June. June. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, oh, wait, June of this year and it's already passed. Or June of next year and we're still good. Hard to say. Hard right. to say. That's funny. They were having a big, you know, they were planning on some big Italian feast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there you have Johnson's. it. Happy birthday to Kim, by the way. Happy oh, yeah. No birthday. problem. That's, uh, or thank you for that. No, no problem. No problem. It's her birthday. <laughs> no um, problem. <laughs> that's why I played this today. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't <laughs> I'm not going to play the whole thing over again. But, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's, so, it's bad. so bad. Is that, is that genuine or is that somebody? I'm guessing the TikTok, right? Yeah, it's a guy on TikTok. He sings all the time. That's all he does. And he thinks he's killing it. Of course. And he's got a big following because people are fascinated by this train wreck of a person who thinks they're singing really well, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but are just off key and have these... It's bad. And so there's like a lot of modern songs. It's like, oh, here the latest track from... Dua Lipa or whatever her name is. Here's <laughs> here's this guy singing it. It's it's real rough, and obviously I had to capture it. So and there's probably no way we get uh, the from YouTube. Whoops. That was supposed to play. <laughs> yeah, YouTube's not going to care about this. They're not going to say like, oh, you guys played a section of a uh, Dua Lipa song. Uh, sorry, you're gonna have to. Plus, didn't Happy Birthday to you get it? It's finally in the public domain or whatever. I think it is. Yeah, there's. Uh, yeah. Was it the the Mildred Rose or something? Mildred? Something like that. And they I finally remember. were like, look, it's like 300 years. We're good. Yeah. Uh, and really, I mean, come on. The most boring lyrics of any song written. Sorry, 300, you do share a birthday with Kim if it was yesterday. And uh, happy birthday to you as well. She had a lovely day. Her kids did all sorts of nice stuff for her. I got her this custom made. I should have brought it. But this uh, custom made thing where you get a picture uh, you send a picture to the people who make this, okay? So it's a picture of me and Kim. Mm-hmm. And you put it on the top, and then below that is a play button, a pause button, and a, and a start button or a, um, a stop button. And the okay. bottom of that, and below that, is another what looks like a little timeline for a song. So basically, it reproduces what a Spotify or Apple Music or something, oh, you know, like a play okay. thing. And then you uh-huh. choose what song you want to list there that's playing. And then you choose a couple other pieces of text. So I have I, the other text I have is 28 years on repeat or something like that. <laughs> and then the song is Journey. I know that's cheesy, but they're not Journey. Sorry. Um, Faithfully by Journey. Mm-hmm. So it says Faithfully and Journey. We used to dance and, sing, and and play that song all the time when we first got married. And we loved that song. I know it's oh, cheese ball as hell, but it's our song. Mommy, I'm forever <laughs> yours. 
Look, when you're young and horny, it's great. Anyway, yeah. So there's that, and then I hear they say that the road is no place to start a family. That's true. That's it's, it's all about. It's like a. It's a kind of a crappy. The rest of the lyrics are crappy. The forever yours faithfully is right. great. That's right, right. great. The, the, the chorus it, is very romantic. The rest of it is like. Uh, yeah. uh, we're on tour and we're really uh, <laughs> separated by. Uh, that's, that's how Steve Perry talks uh, normally. Oh, he's right? just like, like this all the time. All the time. You guys, I'm leaving the band. You're gonna have to find a Brazilian. I'm out of here. Hey, Bob, the lights have gone down in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. The wheels, well, the in, the wheels in the sky. Yeah, they just keep on turning. <laughs> I like that we both went to wheel in the sky. Yeah, what is that about? It. That freaked me out a little bit that we both said that. That was best weird. best journey. Well, no, second best journey song. Wheels in the Sky is pretty good. It is really good. Best good. best journey song. Yeah, Stone in Love. Yeah, yeah. Fight me, fight me. No, if I won't you, fight you. you. I, I think I agree with you. The, well, the don't faith- stop believing is a fine song. Separate ways is great. The video makes it even better. But uh, Stone in Love, uh, it's scientifically proven to be the best journey song. Yeah, and I believe in science. So yeah. always trust your scientist on the journey song. Trust the math. Uh, so anyway, happy birthday to her. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I got her this thing. So it looks like this permanent plaque. It's like it's it's a uh, it's it's like glass see through. So this is like white, you know, white controls and text, and then our photo on there. It's just the kind of thing you can kind of hang up or whatever. But anyway, that was about as creative as I got this year. So uh, enjoy that, honey, wherever you are upstairs. That's cool. Wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, where are we now? Oh, I know. Uh, I need to tell people about this before we do Battle Royale. So my daughters, my daughters, both of them, Mm -hmm. Carter Mm -hmm. and Taylor got together and they said, we should do something. We should try to find some families in need and then we should do a cool uh, project on the store to to support that and figure out a way to to help these people. So they're going to chuck a bunch of money into it and they're going to use the proceeds from this sale to help Fam, a couple of families who just have nothing this Christmas, just nothing like kids with nothing. Mm-hmm. Parents are out of work and it's a bad time and, you know, COVID stuff and all this other stuff. So so they really want to do this. And I told them I wanted to help. So they said, OK, cool. You can contribute some of the art and stuff. And I said, great. I'm happy to do it. So if you go to Miss Carter dot art, Miss Carter dot art and kit, click the shop while you're there, uh, you'll see something called the stocking stuffer 2000 or 2020. 2000 i wish 2020 yeah. <laughs> uh it's called the stocking stuff for 2020 it's a perfect little set of things for example in there you will find two uh, uh postcards that we created one is uh featuring gurp and henry my favorite characters in all of world of warcraft truly uh mm-hmm. it's got a little wishy we here on there so it's a little postcard size uh, another one is uh, mario doing a big leap that's carter she made that that also says wish you were here and uh by the way, the typography on there, the handwritten stuff is my daughter did yeah. that. Uh, the other daughter, so, Taylor, did that. That's great. Oh, uh, really? That's yeah. cool. She's very talented with that stuff. And then yeah. uh, there's a bunch of stickers. As you can see, these are die-cut stickers of Red Hulk, Baby Yoda, the blue shell from the Mario Mario Kart, and then Carter made a Mando's cereal box, uh, Mandalorian-branded cereal. So some that's Mandalorian awesome. stuff. Uh, you can see the pins as well. There's a can from Fred and Can. Also, a Best Pals pair of uh, uh, Chewbacca and Han Solo. And finally, a sticker I did of an orc that was inspired by the orcs in the uh, Lord of the Rings video games. Shadow of War game. Anyway, the whole set's only 25 bucks, And we're giving it to charity. We're, we're not just giving it to charity. We are specifically targeting 
some people in need. I'm not going to say names because awesome. you know that's weird. Yeah. Um, but it would be really cool if you guys find this stuff neat and you want to grab a set, even if you just like it. But if you also want to help somebody out, this goes a long way to do that. Uh, we're trying to sell through uh, these 300 or so packs that we've made, and we would love your support if you can. That's super uh, cool. So head on over to misscarter.art. That's M-I-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R, misscarter.art. Click on the shop and off you go. All right. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, Brian, why don't we now? Uh, what let's am I? double our Brian. Yeah, let's double. Let's, let's go from one Brian ec- to an exponential two Brian's. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. Why didn't that work? Come on, Discord. What are you doing here? Yes, increase our Brian count by a hundred percent. One hundred percent increase in Brian's is what we're aiming for, and I'll bet you we can achieve that goal. If only I can push the right button here. Here you go. <laughs> Time for us to play Babble Royale with a good friend, Brian Dunaway, and a listener who might be lucky today. You never know. Brian, good morning. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. I am already lucky. Mm. You are? Were you up all night? Lucky in love or something. I don't know. Am I lucky in love? (laughs) You were up all night and you got lucky? Is that what you're saying? That's right. I was up all night. I got lucky. Good. Oh, what a lucky man he was. And the uh, the neighbor wanted to know where their dog was at. I said, here he is. What a lucky man. (laughs) Ooh, weird. All right. You know, um, Brian, you may be my lucky star because you (laughs) shine wherever you are. Brian, I would never get in a contest of who knows all the songs with lucky in them because Brian would win. (laughs) Well, you know, lucky lady. Yeah, that's true. Well, she got a little bit tonight. I mean, come on. Come on now. Uh, all right, we're going to play this game. We have to do it with a listener, though, and we have one on the line. Let's find out who this is. Hi, thanks for holding. Who's this? Hello, Scott and Brian. And Brian, it's Stephanie. <gasps> oh. Well, hello. How the, he- how the heck are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, you know, we're just making it, making our way in the world today. <laughs> it takes, takes everything, everything we got, man. Uh, <laughs> Takes it all. Uh, well, it's good to have you here. We're going to use you as today's guinea pig to win some prizes. But Brian will have to explain what those prizes are, what the contest is, and how you could win. I will do all of those things in that order. Uh, but here is what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the way that be, the win will go to the other player. Stephanie, you know all these you know all these rules. Your job is to predict who's gonna come out on top based on the topic today you're playing for. A couple of Steam games courtesy of Wesley, Iron Danger, and Basement. Is that Iron Dagger or Iron Danger? Well, in the notes it said Iron Danger, but is there No, I've never heard of Iron Danger. That sounds interesting. Might be might be a typo. Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm looking to see. I'm excited about Basement! No, there's a tactical combat game with a unique time manipulation uh, mechanic oh. called Iron Danger. Okay. Oh. So take that, Mr. Smarty Pants. Yeah. I was asking a question. Oh, this Jack looks really me. cool. Like you move the little, um, the little pieces slider back and forth and you can uh, control. It's like, uh, what was that game? Bastion? No. What time Splitters? Oh, that was good. No, not that. Uh, is know, it the black uh, and white one? No, or is it yeah, the, yeah. Was yeah. the black and white one with the little kid and you're moving time no, back? That and wasn't forth black and white though. Bridges. That was color. You guys are talking about um, bridges? No. What I say? Oh my gosh! What is the name of that game? The guy that ah uh, yeah, Brian Blow made it. Braid. 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 That's it. 
Yeah, definitely not black and white, though. I don't know where you guys get that from. But. Yeah, well, I was playing it on a very old monitor. <laughs> <laughs> was it green or orange? Yeah. Anyway, you won't win that game, Stephanie, but you could win Iron Danger and Basement, <laughs> as nice. well as a copy of Bill Meek's podcasting audiobook, so you can learn how to podcast or just get some insight on all the crap that the three of us go through every day to make podcasts. Yeah, why not? Mm. That sounds great to me. Cool. Now. We need a topic. Yeah, We've we got do. our prizes. We've got our rules. We need a topic. And this one comes to us from uh, Dual Knives in the chat room. Maybe also a rogue. I don't know. Mm. Uh, so Is yours not in Dual Danger? Go ahead. Dual. It might be Dual, dual Dagger. <laughs> uh, so uh, there's a famous book that was written that oh, okay. uh, was a bet between the author and his publisher that uh, he could write a book that only contained 50 words. Do you know what book that is? Uh, no. A book of 50 words? Uh, 50 Shades of Words. <laughs> 50 Shades of Words would be perfect. No um, Green Eggs and Ham only contains oh. 50 unique words. Okay. And uh, I'm not going to ask you to name those words because it'd be pretty, pretty easy with like the and A and green eggs and ham. But right. what I'm going to ask you to do, uh, do, you, do you remember the main character, the, uh, the person talking? The person who doesn't like green eggs and ham. Do you remember his name? Sam. Yeah, I, I do. I do. Right? Oh, don't say it. Oh, okay. I guess you can, right? Yeah, okay. Sam, Sam I, I am. am. Is that right? It is not. Guy am is I is the person oh. who doesn't like green eggs and ham. Oh, Sam I am is right. the guy trying to give it to him. Mm, I'm having Mandela oh, on this Trying one. to give it to him. Yeah. Trying to give did it you, to him. Did, did you pump your arm when you said that? Trying to give it to him. Trying to give it to him. I did. You got to look back on the, <laughs> the feed to watch me uh, <laughs> pumping my arm. Anyway, it, all that's neither here nor there. But there are 13 ways that guy am I does not want to eat green eggs and ham and I want to know how many of those ways you can name oh my gosh so he's 13 ways guy am I does not want green eggs and ham see in my head that book is all about the ways you want to eat it right total Mandela effect yeah. reversed everything yeah, yeah this is no yeah. good all right well just just use that method and and uh You'll be fine because I'm just looking for the way. I'm not looking for whether he wants to or not. Sure. Okay. Fair. fair. <laughs> Stephanie, now that you've heard this convoluted description of the puzzle today, uh, how <laughs> who do you want to go first, and who do you think is going to win? Uh, neither of them sound very confident. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with who uh, won me last time. I think it was Scott. Okay. So I think oh. that will win, and Brian will lose. All right, Brian, you're gonna hey, you don't have to say it like that. You can just say Scott to win. Jeez, you're gonna lose. lose. <laughs> injury. Jeez. Who's who's the worst between these two people? Right. Yeah, uh, who do you want to evils. go first? Oh, did she say first? Sorry. Yeah, Scott can go first. Sorry. Excellent. Brian, go first. Now you're me- well, I can go first. Brian's first. Go first. Okay. So Brian, go first. All right, I, and then I say win. that. Say the question one more time. Yes. Oh uh, there are before he gives in to peer pressure in the book Green Eggs and Ham. Right. right. How he does it. Right. States that he will not eat green eggs and ham under these thirteen conditions. Name them. Thirteen <laughs> conditions. All right. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I mean, it's all got to rhyme. So if I can just get it started, maybe we can figure it out. Let me see. Oh, dual uh, knives in the chat room. Cool. Hey, good to see you, dual knives. Do you play a rogue? I'm curious. It probably does, right? Probably does. Yeah. Well, we don't need to wait for an answer. Let's play. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> uh, All right. So, uh, Brian, you're going first. Gee, gee. I'm thinking. 
Okay. I'm going reciting it through my head, and none of it makes sense. Yeah, me I'm having a hard time with this. <laughs> it all sounds wrong. Um, I sound like he wouldn't. I don't think he would eat them in his car. I will not eat them in a car. Right. We are off to the races. That is correct. Oh. He will not eat them in a car. Okay. Something has to rhyme with car then. But I think I'm, I'm, I may have gotten lucky. I'm not sure. Because I'm also thinking I'm always mixing this one and the dog's one. And go, dog, go. Oh, And sure. I know they're talking about going. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. And that is our first wrong. We get a wrong one. We yeah, get, a you get a mulligan. You get a mulligan, but you will need to uh, uh, to uh, give an answer right away afterwards. The instant mulligan rule. Oh God! I hope you come he up with a word that rhymes. Them because in a and, and tree, in a tree, he will okay. not eat them in a tree. It's true. Oh my gosh! I feel like I just pulled that out of my tree. ass. I'm nervous. <laughs> will not Indeed, will not eat them in a tree. Uh, Claire Gack, these are conditions on which he won't eat them. So it includes places and things he won't eat them with. So places, okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Car and tree or place? You said that the first time? I don't think you said. I thought you said a car is conditions. a place. That makes sense. You place. say conditions. That's right. Okay. Yes, conditions. These are all conditions, all right. and that's that's how we can kind of uh, all encompass the different right, right. ways that <laughs> Kyle, I won't eat green eggs and ham. I, I will not eat. Uh, I will not eat. I'm gonna go with vehicles again. I will not. I will not. Um, will not eat them in a. Bus no, doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna stay with vehicles. I will, not, I will not eat them with Gus. I will not eat them on a bus. <laughs> I will not eat them in a. Something wrong. I will not eat them on a train. Train, sure. Let's go with the train. He won't eat them on a train. train. That's totally true. Oh, that's right. Correct. correct. It is correct. Oh. Yes, he will not eat them. On that's a train. how I feel, dude. This is exactly how I feel. I feel like there's no way I'm right. Um... <laughs> All right, well, I think oh, plane is in there because it rhymes well, that's with train. What I was for, dang, you got my rhyming words. That's yeah. what I was hoping for. I was trying to think of vehicles that rhymed. Yeah, plane. Damn it. Is it plane? There is no plane. Oh, what? no! What? Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, the rhyming, the rhyming couplet with uh, train is that he will not eat them in the rain. Oh, that's rain. some bullshit. Oh, dang. <laughs> that that sucks. Wait, that wasn't uh, my first answer either. No, exactly. You can't use the instant mulligan. So here's here are all of them. I will not eat them here or there. I will not eat them anywhere. I will not eat them in a house. I will not eat them anywhere. I will not eat them in a box, and I will not eat them with a fox. I will fox. not eat them in the dark. I will not eat them in the rain. I will not eat them with a goat. I will not I will eat, them, not in a eat park. them on a boat. boat. There's no park. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no rhyming couplet for dark unless it's car. There was no rhyming couplet for car. But you do get there, anywhere, house, mouse, box, fox, tree. There's no... So he would not eat them afar? That's what I was kind of hoping for, but I guess not. Far? Yeah, I thought there was near and far, but there I don't see one. I think that's in Go Dog Go. I think that's in Go Dog Go. It might be Go Dog Go. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, it is. That's right. Okay, well, I'm mixing. I have like three things in my head that are all wrong. Plus, obviously, I answered it wrong. Damn it! <laughs> I don't like that at all. Well, I'm I will not eat green, green eggs and ham in my mask. What? <laughs> I will not eat with them with a mask. I will not eat them. <laughs> why do you ask? Yeah, why do you ask? <laughs> Stephanie, how do you feel? Are you all right? Did I did I ruin your day? That was so brutal. I almost just straight up hung up. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was really bad today. I realize that. You're, you're totally not wrong. All right. Well, I know that you can uh, uh, win again because you've won before. So we uh, we look forward to our uh, future chance of playing with you again. Thank you for participating. Brian, we tried. We did our best. Yeah. It's I really would have thought Blaine would have been there because that should have been all the hotness mm-hmm. during, during that mm-hmm. time when he wrote that. Like just everybody don't... wanted to get on a plane. I just mm-hmm. don't remember yes. anything. I, I would have said plane uh, as well if I was playing the game. I would have been. I totally would have guessed that. You're, are you saying? So can I go back to a thing? You said there were fifty sure. unique words in there. Was so that was on purpose? The goal was to yes. hit fifty. Yeah. Yes. Basically, uh, Doctor Seuss had a bet with Bennett Surf, the publisher, yeah. that after he used two hundred thirty-six words in the Cat in the Hat, that he couldn't do an entire book. Um, uh, going under 50 or 50, using just 50 words. And he did exactly 50, hit 50. He did exactly 50. A, M, and anywhere, R, B, boat, box, car, could, dark, do, eat, eggs, fox, goat, good, green, ham, here, house, I, if, in, let, like, may, me, mouse, not, on, or, rain, Sam, say, see, so, thank, the, that, them, the, there, they, train, tree, try, Damn, will, with, and would, and you. You're really good at doing that, by the way. Yeah, That's you hard. really are. I yeah. would have... <laughs> <laughs> you did that like I think you were... I might have said uh, that in the twice. You, start, but, uh, you started. Man, to sound next like... time it needs to be a Go Dog Go question, yeah. man. I, I remember that one a little bit better. I think. <laughs> st- Are there? Is there a list in Go Dog Go? Oh, I don't know. That's I, a good don't, I don't remember. I just remember the near and far bit uh, as man, well. Did you know that? All right. So there, in 1973, they made a, a Green Eggs and Ham animated TV special. Okay. Right. Right. Um, Love those. They made a living books adaptation for the PC. There was an animated television series based on it that premiered on Netflix on November 8th, 2019. And there was a nod in the Mike Myers film. Yeah. Oh, was there? Okay. Oops. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. The book was also in the segments brought to life. And yeah, I'm just surprised of all the adaptations that I did not know that there were. I had no idea there was a Netflix series. Yeah, I had no idea. And was that new? 2019? I had no idea. 2019, like uh, November 8th, so a year old. Yeah. When you uh, were reading all those words off, you sounded like a sim, like a simlish talking guy. <laughs> like it was a... yeah. Well, they don't really do that, but yes. <laughs> I like how you made them uh, in Animal Crossing, but no. See, the cool thing about the nice thing about sims is they're just human talkers, but they're talking nonsense. That's right. That's right. They're, yes. Yeah. So close enough. Uh, hey. I've, played, I've sent you the uh, music, the the song, the covers I have in Simlish, haven't I? Uh, no, no, Mm-mm, no. I want to hear that. I would love to. I hear do that. too. Uh, let's see here in my library. Find my Simlish songs. <laughs> what? They're covers of actual songs, but in Simlish. Here we go. I've got American Idiot by Green Day and Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani. Which one would you like? I want Hollaback. Green Day's American Idiot. Uh, all right, American Idiot. <laughs> Of course right, I'm, putting it in our, I'm putting actually I'll put it right in our uh in our TMS uh Discord here. Okay. That way Brian can get it and also I can play it fast. Because I just want to exactly. hear a taste of it and try to you know what, I'll pause YouTube while I do it. Hold on. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna play a little bit of this chat room yeah. checking out. Wait, I'm gonna turn this part off. <laughs> okay, here the you best. go. This is the best. That's amazing. Oh, what a baba in a canoe, not 
<laughs> That's pretty good. What's great is in Hollaback Girl, um, because the you know bananas is yeah. a right. different word. They say the different word and then they spell that different word. Oh my gosh! Oh. <laughs> I Send that love one too. That. All right, I love put that, that one. one there too. Yeah, share, share those out. Those are great. <laughs> you can't really. It's like you know, you just can't eat half of the Oreo cookie. You need the other half as well. Heck no, man. Zoe says this is not great. <laughs> oh, she says that. Sorry, this is great. She says I agree. It is great. I thought she was uh, pulling a diced tomato on us. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, well done, uh, everyone. Today, 3.30 Mountain Time, there'll be a boop show. That's Video Game Talk with me and Brian Dunaway. Uh, we both play Yeah, we stuff, will. And uh, it'll be great. We'll be uh, here at 3.30 Mountain Time at frogpants.tv. And uh, yeah, I look forward to it. You got to come. I'm going to be talking about a Crimson Skies kind of game called The Falconeer. Ooh, Ooh I heard about that. It was fun. Yeah. That's all. You're, a- just a, you're just a bird the whole time, right? Well, no, you're not a bird, but you're riding a falcon. You're either riding a giant falcon or you're a very tiny person. One of the two. I'm not sure which. Hmm. Yeah. But that's what's going a on. Person on a big falcon, or uh, or a regular sized falcon, or regular sized right. person on a big falcon. Right. Right. It's one of those two. I'm not sure which. But I do know this. I know this. I had to get out my uh, my old school Logitech. Uh, a flight sim stick. Yeah. And I played it with that and it was amazing. It was amazing. Just a little tip. That part was amazing. There's there's way more I got to say about it, but that, but that part was amazing. All right. So Getting you're riding this Falcon. Now I'm interested. I was up till now. I was like, because I'd seen yeah. this and I thought, oh, you're just sending a bird and around this, to do stuff. And this is optimized for the X and S and it looks fan freaking tastic on the X. Is it Game Pass? It is not. It's 30 bucks and we'll talk about that too. Why okay. is it 30 bucks? Hmm. You should save some of this for Boop. Yeah, I'm thinking so, but too. I want to tease people enough so they'll come and, come and watch. you got to come and watch. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm yeah, kidding. yeah. Come, come for the details. Here, stay, Be here for the teaser. Come for the details. Well, Brian, I look forward to it. Uh, until then, suck an egg. All right. He's out. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, got to keep him in his place. Tell him what's for or what's what. This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> All right, now this. I don't watch the news. It's time for the news brought to you by... Don't have time to play your own Dungeons & Dragons campaigns? Wish there was a great stream and podcast of D&D content on the Frog Pants Network? <sighs> well, good news. It exists, and there will be dungeons! Catch the latest session and all sessions at therewillbedungeons.com or YouTube or, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. That's There Will Be Dungeons. Uh, it was a really kick-ass fight yesterday. Turns out mm-hmm. Dragon Form is the bomb, and I'm really glad I can do it. And uh, I think I saved everybody. Saved all their asses. Very good. Yeah. Nice. So come check it out if you have not up till now. All right. Check it out here. We got a, a surprisingly strong Hokkaido woman. Mm-hmm. She was arrested. We don't need to ask what's her power. No. It's right no, there. It's right there. Uh, she was arrested for poking holes in 13 expensive melons with her finger. Mm. Uh, that's the only way to check the prostate here it is police in Kushiro City Hokkaido Prefecture yeah this is in Japan right is it Hokkaido it is Hokkaido Hokkaido yeah Uh, they announced the arrest of a a woman suspected of puncturing 13 melons with her finger however rather than a simple greed or, or rather than the simple greed and uh, that compelled a man to damage several demon slayer packages to get the toy he wanted her motivation remains a mystery no idea what that other story is they just yeah. blurt that in there Just we that don't know. story I want to hear about the guy who demolished uh, several demon slayer packages to get the toy he wanted that's what I'm <laughs> saying boy Japan has some fun crime anyway 
The crime occurred on the 28th of July, so we're just hearing about it now, when the 64-year-old suspect entered a supermarket and allegedly stabbed the baker's dozen of melons with her finger at approximately 1.30 in the afternoon. Uh, it's important to note that these aren't just ordinary melons, but the renowned Ubara King, which makes uh, headlines for selling at exorbitant prices. The victimized melons melons rather had a combined worth of 14,000 yen or U.S. dollars, 135 bucks. Wow. Yeah. I mean, a dozen melons for 135 I don't know what that makes them each, but that's pretty expensive for a melon. About 10, sure. A little over uh, 10 bucks. about, uh, uh, what, like 11 would be too much. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 1075 or something. Yeah, that's too much. Wonder what they're, mm-hmm. why they're, I mean, who cares? Like, they're melons, right? Like, uh, I guess they taste really, really good. But now they taste like this woman's finger. Yep, they now taste like finger. Uh, it says no cam- security cameras caught her in the actual act, so it's unclear how the police managed to track down the culprit. The nature of their uh, detective work and the suspect's motives have not been revealed, leaving it all open to wild speculation. Uh, Occam's razor, they go on to speculate here, would suggest that she was simply checking to see which one was the freshest, albeit in the absolute grossest way possible. This kind of behavior, certainly not uncommon. And when captured best... It was captured best in the 1990 or 1985 classic Ta- Tampapo. What the hell is wow. that? I think this is the best article about like somebody trying to uh, expound upon a woman poking melons with her finger by bringing up both Occam's Razor and the 1985 film Tampopo. I know it's like she, it's almost like this person wanted to write about those other two things and I'll just put them all <laughs> I think in. They had, they had a bet with uh, their editor that. Uh, that they could get. Uh, <laughs> all right, I bet you I can work in both Occam's Razor and Tempopo into a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I bet you a hundred uh, or fourteen thousand yen. I can do it. You're on. Yes. All right, there's that story. Uh, by the way, Tempopo, nineteen eighty five film with Ken Watanabe. Oh, I like him. Uh, it's a comedy film about a uh, a noodle shop owner uh, trying to figure out a good way to cook noodles. Oh, that sounds. And I guess uh, I guess there's one scene where they. They knock on uh, melons to try and find the freshest one. My wife does this and nails it every time. We've never had a bad melon in this house. Mm. She's really mm. good at it. She knows what to do. She smells them. <laughs> Kim Johnson, what's her power? <laughs> she hits the melons. She smells the melons. And she... <laughs> Thumps the melons? She does something else to them. Thumps, smells... Ah, oh, crap. There is a third thing she does, and I forget. And But she, we've never had a bad melon, ever. She's on a perfect streak for that. You know, I bet you could take one of those uh, sonar fish finders and put it on top of the melon and see. <laughs> Wait. You know, just look for a good. Just looking good for thick. I mean, good if there's thick, a fish. Uh, yeah, some good thick meat. <laughs> Is there any fish in this? <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. All right, check it out. This is pretty gnarly. Story about a man. He's a British man. He uh, got malaria and he got COVID. And now has and he survived both. Okay, so he survived malaria, then COVID, and has now survived a cobra bite. Wow. Yep. That he got in. Ooh, I don't know who's stronger, a Hokkaido woman or British man. Right. He's pretty Fight. tough. He was in uh, Re- Ra- uh, Rajasthan. 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 Ra- Rajasthan. Yeah, Rajasthan. Sure. Would it be than or tan? Rajast- Probably tan. tan. Ra- Rajasthan. 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 Anyway, mm-hmm. British charity workers survived coronavirus. Uh, de- what's Dene- Deneg? Den- Dengue? Dengue. Dengue. What's Dengue? 
it's uh, an ointment that you put on your uh, aching muscles to uh, <laughs> dengue. Yeah, dengue. Is what? No, it's a uh, dengue fever. It's uh it's like a um, it's another like malaria uh, kind of. Uh, oh, okay. You know, so similar thing. thing. So you got yeah. cron- he didn't even mention this in the headline. He's got coronavirus, dengue, and malaria. So three of those, and is now recovering after a potentially deadly snake bite. Uh, Ian Jones was bitten by a cobra in the Jodhpur district of the desert state and admitted to a hospital in Jodhpur city, about 350 kilometers from the capital of Jodhpur, Jaipur, Jodhpur. Jones came to us last week with a snake bite in the village. Initially, it was suspected he also had COVID-19 for the second time, but he tested negative for that. Uh, they treated him uh, locally for the snake bite. Uh, while with us, he was conscious and had a snake, had snake bite symptoms, including blurring of vision and difficulty walking. But they are generally transient uh, symptoms. Transient <laughs> uh, symptoms. I can't say symptoms for some reason. After the symptoms. word transient. Jones was discharged earlier in the week. Uh, quote, we feel that there won't be any long-term effects. He has already improved. He'd do so within the next few days, says the doctor. He said the snake's bite, snake bite was not uncommon in the rural parts of the region. But what is weird is this guy has had everything to try to kill him. And yet he lives. He lives. Well <laughs> He's got done. a mutant healing ability. Yeah. Well done, man. You know, I would I would say get some of his blood and let's like analyze it and see if that's our our cure for COVID, for yeah. COVID malaria and for cobra venom. Yeah, well, some from column A and column B and C. Get it that's all. That's right. All right. Way, Captain Kipper points out that after all that, the cobra probably died from COVID. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a bummer for the cobra community. Uh, all right, check this out. That weird, mis- mysterious silver monolith in the Utah desert yeah. that no one yeah. can stop talking about. It has disappeared. What? Yeah, no one knows where it went. And here's the funny thing. People have been making pilgrimages all week to see the damn thing. Yeah, they, they so were told how could not somebody to. steal it right up from under all that? I don't know. That's Again, we're back to mystery time, right? Because nobody knows how that thing got out of there. Um, I've right. seen multiple videos of people who've gone on hikes to go see it. Uh, it's not magnetized at all, so it's not that kind of metal. People have tried to put magnets on it. doesn't stick. I saw one mm. video of somebody doing that. I saw a TikTok where the guy was banging on it and it made it sound hollow. Oh, um, okay. Interesting. And then I saw another one of uh, six people that drove 15 miles to see it, and it was gone when they got there. Oh, man. So they drove 15... I'm sorry, 15 hours. I didn't say 15. I said miles. Oh, 15 hours. Drove 15 that's a, hours to, to get... That's a whole different animal. Yeah, they came from the southeast somewhere, drove all the way out here, got there, nothing. It's just like a little stump there where it used to be. Uh, wow. So here's the here's the update. A tall, silver, shining metal monolith discovered in the desert of southeastern Utah, uh, which prompted theories of alien placement and drew uh, determined hikers to its secret location, has now disappeared, according to the B of M, or BOM. It's the Bureau of Land Management, for those who don't know. Don't, ah, don't okay, know. thank you. The monolith uh, was... I just don't want to confuse it with Black Lives Matter, because that's a separate organization. <laughs> they don't, they're not concerned they with public not, land. They would not get involved with the monolith. No, yes. they don't. that's not their purview. Monolith was review, uh, re, excuse me, reviewed, um, uh, removed by an unknown party sometime Friday night. The agency said on Facebook, uh, we have received credible reports that the illegally installed structure, referred to as the monolith, has been removed. Uh, the BLM, BLM did not remove the uh, structure, which it considered private property, or which is considered private property. Uh, we got to go look at it. The, uh, the, mon- the monolith was first discovered November 18th by officers from the BL- uh, or sorry, from the Public Safety Aero Bureau. 
uh, in that helicopter. We know that part of the story, but um, yeah, it's it's not there, and there's no explanation. So, Brian, theory, give me a theory. What do you think? Yeah, happened? all right. So there's there's two ways we can go on this, right? Because uh, as Dice Tomato uh, points out, that that having it out there was considered vandalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's possible they thought they might get in trouble. So the people who put it there as a joke might have said, crap, we've got to figure out sometime we can go in the middle of the night, get it out of there in case they somehow trace it back to us. Or theory number two is the people who put it there is kind of like a like a joke said, you know, it'd be really good is if we make it disappear now. Mm. <laughs> See, I lean that direction. Yeah, because for them not to come forward and say, oh, it was our monolith. We used it for the background shot of this film we were doing there, student film or or whatever. And um, sorry, yeah. mea culpa, yeah. our mistake. Not uh, that we'll anyone would believe up. him, but yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, um, the fact that nobody came forward about it means that it's somebody either trying to keep it secret for jokey joke reasons or keep it secret because they feel like they might be in trouble reasons. Yeah. I'd lean toward the jokey joke Mm -hmm. because I mean, how much trouble would you get in? I'm trying to think here. If it's vandalism, it's a fee. Yeah. It's probably just a fine of, you know, who knows how much, and it might even just be a slap on the wrist. Like, ah, you sure gave us some funny thing to talk about in a a year where we needed a funny thing to talk about it. Don't worry about it. Just don't do it again. Yeah. This is not, I can't imagine they'd say, no, it's going to be a thousand bucks. You jerks. (laughs) All the trouble you caused us, yeah. bringing people to our our national park. That's exactly. Well, anyway, uh, whatever happened to it, I'm sure the story's not quite over. Something else will come up, and we'll cover totally. it right here. I think it's over. I think we've heard the last of the monolith. You think that's it? No more nothing. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that uh, I I would put money on the we're never going to hear more any anything more about this story. Now, I'd love for there to be a documentary later on about mm-hmm. the people who put it up there and people who took it down and all that but um my guess is that that we're not going to get anything well you have to imagine some documentarians are probably like oh man if we hustle we can get our cameras down there mm-hmm. get a bunch of footage mm-hmm. talk to whatever the closest thing to a local is like really go downtown on it i wonder if they did or had enough time yeah. to do that that would be cool whatever be cool. all i know is my yeah. it was my favorite uh distraction story of the year so yeah for sure. Thank you, weirdo, who put it up out there. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk to Bill Duran, then we're going to talk to Stephen Schleicher, and then we're going to play a mashup, and then we're going to leave you in the dust. But before we do any of that, Brian Ibbett wow. has to play this song here. Yeah, this is a, uh, a band from Michigan, Westland, Michigan, to be specific, that goes by the name The Incurables. Uh, not like the guy in... Uh, India, who who apparently got over malaria, cobra venom, and COVID. Um, <laughs> these guys are awesome. This is this is garage power pop rock, kind of one of my you know a, an offshoot of my favorite genre. And um, these guys have a cheap trick vibe. They've also been on stage uh, opening for acts like Billy Idol, Blues Traveler, Traveler, Steppenwolf, Poison, Alice Cooper, um, and then some local Detroit locals like Bittersweet, Ally adrenaline and toby red um they've got a brand new album called foreplay the number four and the word play because it's got four tracks and you play them here is the first of those tracks from their brand new album foreplay here are the incurables and glam
my 10 all-time favorite things to do. Things like bodacious bass crashing topwater plugs, hitting big shiners, hitting helicopters, big snook in the Florida Everglades. I love to watch them hit a topwater plug. Listen to me, eggplant Einstein. We can't date. You're too oily. This is the morning stream. We ever turned that song was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, well, it reminded me of a cross between uh, uh, <laughs> Mannheim Steamroller yeah. and uh, Danzig. There you go, those are the two yeah. things I was also thinking in my head. Yes, yeah, a lot of people in the chat room were saying that the exact same thing. Yeah, very good. Here's this your bat <laughs> caves open there, Bill. Check it out, everyone. Bill Duran joins us on Mondays, talks about whoa, I dropped a thing, talks about stuff you make and uh, not just stuff you make, but stuff you really want to make, like cool nerd stuff. And sometimes those things are hard and we need some help. So, Bill's here to help. Hi, Bill. Good morning. Good morning, friends. Nice to have you here. Uh, Gotta open up by pointing out that we have a sale going on over at PunishProps.com. Nice. Yeah. It's Cyber Monday, you know, so. That's right. You do know it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Foamsmith books are all on sale. We, we sell knives and blades for those knives and a handful of other stuff. So, if you want to get a book for someone in your life who's thinking about being a cosplayer, then that's the place to go. Yep. PunishedProps.com, everybody. Go check it out. Uh I like the idea. Well, never mind. I'm not going to tell you. It's a story for a different day. Hey, Bill, tell us what you're working on this week. What are you doing? What are you making? Well, my uh, buddy Jimmy Duresta made a really cool, very real knife, you know, like metal, very sharp. And he's selling them over on his website. To uh, get the word out, he had a fun project. He sent these knives out to some of his friends, including me. Mm. And we were we were encouraged to do something cool to modify the knife. It's very plain, just a flat piece of metal with a thin handle, and in the handle is Jimmy's last name, Deresta. He puts it on everything. Nice. So most people who got one of these decided to modify it by doing something to the handle, maybe building a custom handle for it, and that's exactly what I did. Oh, nice. So was this like a real knife then? Like a like a oh yeah okay. Could you kill a Frighteningly dude? Frighteningly sharp. A guy? You could kill a dude if you had to? <laughs> you could. Okay. Yeah. Not that you would or ever would, but no, I'm just saying. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a lethal knife. You could if you had to. Yeah, if you had to. Right. Just don't take <laughs> right. it to don't take it to a gun party or however that saying goes. Right. No, wait. How, don't bring knife party to a gun show. What is it? <laughs> What's a gun? Bring a knife. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight? There you go. That's it. That's there it is. <laughs> I'm curious what a gun party is. I don't know. Gun party. <laughs> Wee. Uh, I don't want to know what a gun party is, but anyway, do you have uh, pictures of this thing yet or anything you got uh, progress on? Uh, Yeah, so we made a video over on our YouTube channel, got a whole video on the process and how I uh, made my new handle for it. So I went, designed a new handle, and then I 3D modeled it in Fusion 360, and I designed it to be able to fit right over, just slide right over the existing handle. Yeah. Uh, now, I could have just 3D modeled the handle, printed it out, painted it, glued it on, but I wanted to go an extra step. I wanted it to be super fancy. So, I uh, 
uh, I made a mold of the the. I'm trying to explain this so it makes sense. I made a mold of the handle while it was still on the knife. So I slid it on the knife temporarily, and I made a silicone mold of all of that. The knife or the mold covered part of the knife blade as well. And the reason for that was so that the blade could would have a, a part of the mold it could register back into. So basically, I have this knife with a handle on it, made a mold of the handle part. Once the mold was cured, I pulled the whole knife out and took my 3D printed handle off of the metal blade. And I put the metal blade back in the mold. So what that means is now I have a knife in this mold with a void between the metal and the outside of the mold. Oh, a nice. handle-shaped uh, void that I could then fill in with resin. And that, uh, is that and the stuff I, I see you, uh, what's this goop you're making? Oh, is this the resin that you're making? This um, That's that's a little bit of body filler. The oh, same okay. stuff you'd use to like fix up a dent in your car. And I use that, the uh, the 3D print had a couple of spots that just didn't print for some reason. Don't know why. So I had to fill those in with some body filler to sort of fix that up. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, yeah. this looks like intricate work. I'm watching you do it with the X-Acto knife right now. Yeah, this would be like a Bondo. You would uh, go in and clean it up with a knife, and then uh, once it fully cures, I would uh, sand it down nice and flush. Uh, speaking of exacto knives, the other day I was doing some cutting of something, and I screwed up and s- slipped out of my hand and fell, and went point first and landed in my foot. So that was good. Really? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really enjoyed that. That was a good time. I got a nice big uh, bleeder cut there for a bit. It's all fine now. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Just a just a I, note I, of safety out there. Everyone, be careful with your damn Exacto knife blades, please. I, I've never had one land in my foot, but more than once I've dropped something like an Exacto knife and moved my foot just in time as the blade sticks into the, the floor Whoa. where my foot once was. <laughs> yeah. What is it with Exacto knives where they don't seem to fall handle first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always <laughs> the tip. You know. Blade first onto your foot, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, law of uh, gravity. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the one of those like, not not Murphy's law, not Cunningham's law. It's a, a, a different it's like law. a buttered buttered toast law where the butter always lands yeah. face down or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Still, have my, still have my scar. Probably can't see it, but I have a scar in my hand from when I. Oh right, cut cut that knife uh, with my with my hand, which yep. is a really smart thing to do. You'll always Ooh. have a little bit of something there, a little bit of scar, scar, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yep. I had my, my bad boy scar. <laughs> <laughs> in my uh, in my bartending days, I was washing a wine glass and I dropped it, oh, no. and instead of like catching it or letting it fall, I palm spiked it into the bar and it shattered. Mm. <laughs> Oh, and I got a couple of cuts on my old hand there. Ouch. That doesn't yeah. sound good at all. All right, let me ask you this. This knife, as I'm watching it being built, uh, is this based on a... I don't, is there something familiar about the hilt of this thing? Uh, no, it's just why. something I cooked up. I was trying to make it look like, a, a, I don't know, newer tools, like newer uh, uh, power drills and everything have this kind of sci-fi industrial look. That's yeah. kind of what I was going for. But it's my design. Well achieved. It looks like something Master Chief Very might cool. pull out and use as a last minute uh, Excellent. effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we uh, we made this mold in this fancy way. And uh, I put the, the knife back in to the mold and filled that negative void with a clear resin. I actually put an orange tinted resin in the letters so that they would be orange. But then the, the rest of the handle I made uh, totally clear. So it's kind of got this ice like see-through look 
Uh, and it popped out of the mold. I trimmed off the sprue and then I just buffed the whole thing so it was nice and shiny. And uh, I'm really, really happy with how it turned out. I think it looks super cool. I'm uh, I'm jumping ahead here so we can just see kind of the final work. Is the mold the mold is pink for no reason? It's just pink, right? Like that's, that's just, just the color of the the silicone. Okay. The Smoothon makes silicone in different colors depending on which product it is, so that you can tell what it is just by looking at the color. That is cool. So it's mold mold max thirty. It's cool. Pink. Yeah, Mold Max 29 NV is yellow. Mold Max uh, or Mold Star 15 is green. It depends on the 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 the, um, the product, I guess. Well, now you just need Ooh. to make um, a uh, you need to make a holster type thing. What do they call that? Yeah, yeah, a sheath, sheath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then you're packing. You're packing a knife. Oh yeah. Bottomist. Yeah, you can go uh, gut a pig and then eat it. Whatever, whatever you do, you can do it. <laughs> that's right whatever it is bill does on the weekend hunting zombies yeah yeah yeah, yeah right after this I, I haven't had breakfast yet so yeah i'm just gonna grab that knife and run around the neighborhood looking for a pig sweet we're, for we're, wild boar we're yes. here yeah. for that. i mean our, that. our neighbors have chickens i might have to settle for a chicken <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll take it uh well excellent uh you can find that and progress on it and the video and everything else over at punishprops.com and com and the store don't forget that today got some good deals going on uh, oh, yeah. Bill, any uh, bonus content today you'd like to share with us? Absolutely. Um, I've been watching a lot of the the quarter digital guys. They make really cool short films. Uh, but they also have a corridor crew channel where they do all sorts of shenanigans. One of the things they make are videos called VFX Artists React. Mm-hmm. Generally not into React videos, but these turn out to be more like VFX breakdowns. Oh. So the... If you look up VFX Artists React on YouTube, you'll find tons of them. They made a bunch of these videos. And uh, they usually have another VFX guy, uh, industry professional, join them. And they go through Hollywood VFX, both good and bad. And they kind of break them down. And it's been very enlightening. Yeah, really I, know this seems stuff. like totally my jam because they're going to yeah. be, they're looking at the how, like, it's kind of a how stuff was made. It's yeah. That. It's almost like Penn and Teller fool us with special effects. They're like, sure, oh, yeah, this was done like this way with this thing and using this way. They they just have to capitalize on the the fact that people are looking for React videos. So yep. <laughs> in there. Yeah. Um, this is cool. I'm looking at this right now. I like this. Yeah, they really know what they're talking about. They're all VFX artists, um, and they do a great job of breaking it down. They show a ton of different examples. Like they put a lot of work into these, and it and it shows they're. Mm-hmm. Very enlightening. All right. You've convinced me to check that out. I will watch that. Uh, go check it out. That's, again, VFX Artists React Bad CGI. This is number eight, but they have a whole series on here on the Corridor Crew channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Duran, It's. I uh, hope you had a nice Thanksgiving, by the way. You should have used your knife to cut up turkey and stuff. Did you do that? <laughs> no, I left it at the, left it at the shop. Oh, I, I had stuffing and uh, pumpkin pie. Those are the two things I wanted, and I had lots of both. Oh, that's fantastic. Nice. We had a lot of turkey injected with butter, which I have to Ooh. recommend to everyone out there, and then smoke it. The oh. polydine preparation. Sounds great. <laughs> it kind of was polydine preparation, and I feel like I've gained weight, but I kind of don't care this weekend. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's still some left, and I'm going to have some today. All right. Uh, 2020 Bill- is a cheat year. Yeah, it is a cheat year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Bill Duran, everybody. You can find all the stuff at punishprops.com. And of course, Chinbeard on Twitter. Bill, have a fantastic day. We'll see you next Thanks, time. Thanks, guys. See Bye. ya. Bye now. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff.
But can we really truly have a show on Monday without the presence of Steven Schleicher and major spoilers? I don't think so. I don't think it's possible. So I'm going to play this. Steven. All the way from Hayes, Kansas, major spoiler zone, Steven Schleicher. Hello, Steven. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey, Hello. man. How the heck are you? How you doing there? I am doing fine. Yeah? Your Thanksgiving was okay and all that? Yeah, we didn't go anywhere, unlike a bunch of other people that were just like, oh, we've been very good this year, so that means we will travel out of state. Yeah, people people who treat it like a mm-hmm. cheat day, it's just mm-hmm. so dumb. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, yeah. I've been good uh, since March, so I'm gonna, this will be my cheat weekend. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. Our, uh, our mayor made national news because he went out, like, basically, he recorded this video from, from, uh, from his office saying... You know, please stay home. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Don't have big Thanksgivings. And if you can avoid it, please don't travel. And then recorded that, closed his laptop, hopped on, uh, hopped into his car, drove to the airport and flew to Houston to be uh, to have Thanksgiving. Well, that's, with his he's not even the first example of that. It's so annoying yeah. to me. Oh, no. It's like, yeah, no, there's so many examples. But... I've had it with all political leadership in 2020. I've had it. Mm-hmm. All of you. Mm-hmm. Y'all mm-hmm. suck. Y'all are lame. Freaking F off. <laughs> We're going all back to it. the gold There's standard. There's not a good one out there. It's all bad. I'm going to go get one of my friend's 38 guns, and I'm going to I'm gonna make my place in the world today. It'll take everything I've got. All right, we're singing that song again. All right, hey, uh, uh, Stephen, it's good to have you on. As always, we're going to talk about some stuff. In fact, the one thing we we haven't really done lately is had some big comic recommendations from you, and that's mm-hmm. you're always a source for that for me anyway, and I think yep. for others. So let's go through some of these. Um, a, a series my daughter really likes, Lumberjanes. I guess they're having a big uh, thing. Tell me about that. Well, not only is it a big thing, it's the final issue of the series. Lumberjanes End of Summer number 1 arrives this week. And you're right. It is. Uh, I'm glad it's a, a, a big uh, favorite of your daughter's. Yeah. Uh, I figured it might be. The art style is very similar to hers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a story about a, a bunch of girls who are spending um, uh, you know, summer camp together and all the adventures that they have. A little bit of... Uh, Sometimes a little scary stuff, sometimes a little mystical uh, Dungeons and Dragonsy type stuff. And uh, their adventures of growing closer together with one another finally come to an end this week. Now, sometimes, now this is an oversized issue, and with oversized issue, that means the price is also oversized. Uh, SRP on this comic, $6.99. I would not normally advocate anyone buy a comic book that has a cover price of $6.99. But if you're a fan of the Lumberjane series, and since this is the last one, people might want to uh, might want to pick it up. Yeah, and you can get a bunch of this uh, if you if you need to catch up. There's a ton of it on uh, uh, Comixology. Oh, Comixology, say, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say a bunch of it's on there and their unlimited. I thing, think their so. their entire series should be on there without a problem. You should be able to get everything. Yeah, uh, definitely worth catching check uh, catching up on. It's very good. I didn't know that was the end though. I had no idea. That's a bummer. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was supposed to end like. 30 issues ago or something like that, but uh, people loved it so much that they kept going with it. Captain Kipper in the chat room makes a good point. It's uh, if there are people out there listening to this who have watched uh, Gravity Falls, it's in that mm-hmm. vein. It's it's kind yeah. of that jam. Looks like yeah, looks like it. Yeah, kind of has that feel just looking at it, but it's also I don't know tonally it reminds me of that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, go check that one out. Also, we got Hellboy and the BPRD, her fatal hour. Tell me more. Well, uh, man, anytime there's a new Hellboy issue dropping. If you are a fan of Mike Mignola, you need to go out and pick that up. Now, it's not Mike Mignola doing the interior artwork, uh, but turning uh, Trev Leon is um, uh, very good at replicating it. In fact, a lot of the artists that they get for the Hellboy series do a pretty good job of replicating Mignola's uh, uh, style. Yeah. Uh, this one is 
you know, kind of a follow-up to a couple of stories that have taken place in the Mignola or the Hellboy uh, verse over the past uh, 30 years. Uh, and it was briefly mentioned again most recently in Hellboy Goes to Hell. Uh, but this is uh, Her Fatal Hour and The Sending both kind of pick up on some threads of some Hellboy history. But again, uh, Hellboy, it's always worth reading, always worth picking up from Dark Horse Comics. Nice. Uh, and the art on the cover, that is Mignola's uh, That cover. is his art, yeah. That guy's great, dude. And, and if, the, he, if I can't remember what the exact title of it is, but you can do a search on the Major Spoilers website. Uh, and also you can follow Mike Mignola on his Twitter feed. He recently did a bunch of sketches uh, for charity to help raise money for people with uh, COVID, COVID relief fund type stuff. Yeah. But if you've ever wanted to see his take on Mr. Peanut, uh, his take on um, some of the classic serial characters like Tony the Tiger, uh, who I hear is a tiger, actually. <laughs> Go check down those down because he he um, he did these and then auctioned them off for some very high prices uh, for people who want to uh, to help uh, with COVID relief. He also has a new book coming out that is just, uh, I believe, the covers for Hellboy that are is also worth picking up. That sounds great. Are you sure it's not a cheetah, though? No, I'm pretty it's, sure it's a okay. tiger. <laughs> All right. Just making sure. Um, then a yeah. comic series I meant to check out and haven't yet. We're on issue six now of something called Firepower. Uh, tell me more about this and why should I want to read it? Tell me it's about the the great pinball game from the 80s. No, it is not about the great oh. pinball game from the 80s. But if you are someone who likes, you know, the classic kind of kung fu story with uh, someone discovering their, their magical powers or uh, someone who has had their magical kung fu powers and then had to lay low to protect his family only to be drawn back in, uh, Firepower is a really cool series uh, now, this is the end of the first story arc with issue number six. Most comic books run in six issue arcs, yeah. but I would highly recommend going back and picking this up from the beginning. Uh, this is Robert Kirkman. So if you're a fan of Invincible, The Walking Dead, um, um, you know, the the little dinosaur uh, arm uh, cartoon series, whatever that is, I forget what it is, uh, oh, yeah. but it's got his writing. So if you're familiar with his writing, you know what you're getting into when you when you pick up this book. And then it's got the art by Chris Samney. And Chris Samney oh, is Samney's a awesome. fantastic artist. Yeah. So you're getting page after page and sometimes giant splash pages of explosions with people flying and, and walking away from fire in the background in slow motion, even though this is still comic book art. <laughs> uh, but this is straight up like late 80s, early 90s action cinema uh, distilled into comic book pages. And it's totally worth picking up. Go go check it out. It's Firepower. It's two words uh, from uh, Robert Kirkman and Chris Samney definitely a, uh, a worth worthwhile read and if you haven't been reading it definitely go pick up the entire series sounds entirely my jam i'm gonna mm -hmm. i'm gonna pick it up i get, i saw issue one some time ago and went oh that looks like i might like it and i like his writing and that samney dude can do no wrong and then i did and yeah, then i yeah. forgot so now today you reminded me and i'm gonna go get it so there yeah you go. in fact the interesting thing about that and i don't know if it was because of the covid release but they actually released issues one and two on the same day oh nice. and uh, that was pretty cool so that you could cool. get a double dose when that that came out so the issue the like, series has only been out for about four or five months yeah it's kind of like fx dropping you know two episodes of fargo on day one mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. which was a Hook you in. oh my gosh that show's about to end and i don't want it to um king in black number one gets get some marvel on brian this will pique your interest i see a whole yeah. bunch of marvel heroes on this tell me more about why captain america and venom might work together well, if you wanted to ever go to the planet of the Venoms, King in Black is all about this. This is the winter major arc uh, event that Marvel is putting on from Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman. Uh, this is um, Null, who is the king of the of the Venoms or whatever, the symbiotes. Right. And he has brought an army to Earth. And over the next couple of weeks, probably next month and a half, actually, 
uh, you're going to get a huge Venom fight all across the Marvel Universe. There are probably at this point a million variant covers uh, across all of the Marvel comic books over the next couple of weeks. But this is the thing that uh, if you followed the, uh, the the Carnage event, if you followed the uh, most recent Venom event, this just continues right into that and uh, is promising to offer up at least every major character getting a Venom look or a moment throughout this entire series. So I read um, pretty much the entire Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman run of Venom, mm-hmm. a fairly recent 2019-ish run of Venom and mm-hmm. loved it. And that's where I first saw or even knew about this king and black dude um he's yeah. a, he's a he's a great villain dude yeah I, i'm yeah, excited this is, about this i've never this is seen a, anything with him so this is cool yeah yeah this is a story arc that's been going on for like i want to say two years or so yeah oh and i probably read a chunk of it then like i, I, I this is probably the culmination probably. of all of that yeah because it because it got i mean it went places holy crap i couldn't i can't believe how much i liked venom as a comic after reading that that stretch and i'm i'm behind a few issues now but Really, really, really liked it. Um, so I'm interested. It seems good. Uh, finally, yep, let's get that's into- a 5.99 cover price. Though again, I would never recommend anyone go out and buy a 5.99 uh, comic book. Right. Uh, if you do want to wait a couple of months, I'm sure the price will drop down to a dollar ninety nine on some of the digital services. But if you can't wait until then and you got six bucks to blow, then uh, you know, go ahead. All right. Now we're going to talk about something that when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, teenager, young teen, I was fascinated with Adam Strange. I couldn't get enough of it. I don't know why. It was cheese ball and kind of old school, and but maybe that's what appealed to me. I don't know. I don't know what it was, yeah, when, but I still have like a collected bunch of issues from like 88, 89, something Yeah, I was like going to say there was a um, Andy Kubert, I believe, um, series uh, that I think both of you and I are thinking about, and that's kind of when I got my introduction to, to Adam Strange, this yeah. guy that lives between loved characters but at the same time it's also kind of turning them on its uh, edge and saying hey everything you thought was true may not be true and that's one thing that a lot of people don't like about tom king is sometimes he shows the the dirty underside of everyone's favorite heroes and uh but it's still it's really good reading all right can you guys hear did any of that get recorded scott a whole whole bunch of it did uh okay good uh, sorry i didn't want to interrupt you in case it was getting recorded but i think scott scott popped out of the zoom meeting and i didn't know if that meant his his connection got bored. Yeah, my internet went to poop. I don't know what happened. Okay. I just Yeah, I saw it pop down here, so. I plugged in my uh my backup uh right Good. around then. All right. Well, so there you have it. Uh chat room should see us again. You guys see us? Yeah, he should be back. Okay. Uh there it is. Sorry. Adam is Adam Strange. Check it out. Yeah, that art Adventures. on there, the art on there is retro as shit. Look at that. So yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like my gosh, that's like the most like uh 1960s looking thing. Mm-hmm. Well, Adam Strange got his first appearance in Strange Adventures, which was an anthology series that DC put out in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And so if you're if you're looking for some of that and, and if you are have a passing interest or have passing familiarity with Doc, uh, with uh, Adam Strange, then definitely go check out Strange Adventures uh, from DC Comics. It is also out this week. Now, one thing that people should be aware of is that DC Comics releases their comics on Tuesday. Whereas the rest of the world releases uh, their comics on Wednesday. So you can actually pick up DC Comics starting on Tuesday morning uh, as opposed to waiting a whole extra day for for Marvel's, you know, King in Black thing. Sure. <laughs> They're $6 King in Black. Yeah. Mm. Well, Strange Adventures is a $5 book, too. So, yeah, good point. Well, uh, excellent stuff. These are all great recommendations and uh, perfect time for some comic reading. Everybody it's getting cold outside. I woke up this morning. It was 22 degrees Fahrenheit and I went, yeah. Oh. 
I'm probably not going to go out there today very much. <laughs> yeah, it was 18 when I got up at 5.30 to go and walk, and I said, nah, I think I can wait till the sun to come up. 5.30? You're some kind of monster. How do you do that? I didn't I go didn't... out and work it. I didn't because it was too cold, so I waited until about an hour and a half ago and then went at 9. Yeah, but you're you walking in at 5.30 in the morning, because I know you've been doing that for a while. Mm-hmm. How do you do that 5.30 business? Like, it's so hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get up when my wife gets up and then I put on a little uh, a light on my forehead and I go out into the dark mm. and I avoid the the eyes that reflect back at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the low ones that look like they yes. could be four-legged uh, yes. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that, I'm impressed with that. I need to do that more. It's, it's got to be similar. I get up and nothing gets me down. Yeah? Or is, mm-hmm. you get down? No, I can't. I don't know the rest of the song. <laughs> go ahead and jump yeah, the in, tough, I have the toughest all around. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just go ahead and jump. It's fine. Put your hand between your legs. Pull the seat back. Panama. <laughs> put, put a hand What's between it? your legs. Yeah, there's that song. There's part That's of Panama. That's Panama lyrics. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember that part where Diamond Dave goes, I always heard it with a D on the end, but okay. Yeah, he's got, there's something going on there with him pulling his seat back. Anyway, uh, I think we're supposed to assume something nasty is happening. Steven Schleicher, everybody, Majorspoilers.com. Anything else happening over there that you want people to know about this week? Last week was a very quiet week, and I thought this week might be uh, busy uh, since everyone was off last week. But nope, still pretty quiet on a Monday morning, so I would check out all of the reviews and feature articles that we have over at Majorspoilers.com. Um, maybe not always the most up-to-date news, uh, but uh, certainly we give you the freshest re- uh, reviews, and they are not biased, as you might find from some uh, other people who might get some money from some of these publishers. That's so, what I say. Don't go biased when you can have high, high, highest. All right, that doesn't work. Yes, hey, also stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Steven Slicker, everybody, <laughs> we'll see you later. Be good. Bye now. Okay. Save us, Steven Slicker. Save Stupid us. Internet. Stupid internet. All right, uh, that was weird. I just it was like a little blip, and it went off, and then it went on. So weird. Don't yeah, ask me. I look down, and and I'm alone in the Zoom call, looking at myself instead yeah. of looking at you. So it's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, apparently cool. not here. All right. Well, on that note, it's time for us to play a Monday morning mashup. This is from TMS Mashups, Jamie himself, and this one's called London's Taint. So Brian, you ready for? It's my favorite Clash song. Yeah, London's. London's tape. Da, 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 da. Right. <laughs> Here it goes. Check it out. When I'm alone with you. I'm too fat. I'm too fat. Stay I'm too target. fat. I'm too fat. Stay on target. I can't do it. Again, that one for multiple This reasons. is a 1942 Plymouth Roadster. It's made bright orange, and you fill the tank with silly putty. <laughs> Other than that, it's a great car, and it goes real well with my special guest, Patton Oswalt. <laughs> well, you don't have uh, Woody's out there, huh? No. Well, I think I've heard you talk about Woody's before, but we've never... Oh. I've never had a Woody. Um, sorry, there was just a cat's butt very close to my mouth right now. Oh, jeez. What gross got out the mouth? Just yeah. walks right across my microphone. Yeah, you don't want that. I would not trust Vince Vaughn inside the body of a teenage girl. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. I just don't trust it. Just the phrasing of that. Vince yeah. Vaughn inside the body of a teenage girl. Um, I assume you nursed him like I did. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're always leaking a little bit. My right nipple is hairless, yeah. so that was the one I used. Yeah, I had to shave mine, so I'd create a, a round sort 
sort of space for the baby to be and then <laughs> let it suckle the milk from my glands. <laughs> I swear to God, I still don't know what the bridge is a reference to. Yeah, like I'm looking for the either metaphor and or euphemism and I, I don't know what it is. Like what is what is the bridge in this sentence? So thank yes. you for that. No more micro USB. I'd rather kiss a donkey than use another micro USB ever, ever in my life. Why a donkey? I don't know. A diseased donkey. How about that? Does that make it better? A diseased donkey. Definitely makes it better. Once she got out of the bush, she... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> After she got bushwhacked, she was done. Right, exactly, yes. I tasted it. Ooh, yeah, ugh. I didn't like it. I do know the nursery rhyme, London Bridge is falling down. I mean, that's that reference. Yeah. But there's a sexual reference that she's making in that song that I just can't figure out. Why? What are the London bridges that are falling down on Fergie that happen every time you come around? Yeah, what is that? Something to do with a taint? I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a bridge, right? Totally, it is a bridge. A bridge not, too far, Not to be indelicate here, but, you know, we all have a little bit of a bridge going down there. <laughs> Why does he have this power to, like, only capture, like the nastiest things we saw. <laughs> yes, when you, when you isolate those and put them one right after another, we sound like a, a couple of really dirty old men. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty foul if this is your first time listening. But, hey, don't worry. There'll be more. Taint Talk every Monday taint on TMS. Talk. It's Taint Thu- uh, Taint Tuesday. That's what we Taint call it. Tuesday. Yeah. But we call that jury. <laughs> Sorry, jury. We have a new segment. <laughs> taint Monday, of... Taint Wednesday. Must be Taint Tuesday. He's our bridge to politics, I suppose. He's our taint to politics. There you have it. All right. <laughs> Politaint. The political taint. We're done. Uh, that's the show. A reminder about that thing I mentioned at the top of the show. Help uh, help us sell a bunch of these so we can uh, give some money to uh, families in need this Christmas. Go to misscarter.art slash shop and uh, click on that stocking stuffer today because a little bit will go a long way to help a, a couple families in need. And we really want to do that this year. So let's do it. Okay. That's it for the show, I think. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is our place to support us if you are inclined to do so. Hold on, it's got an important text. What is it? What is it? Oh, nice. I'm making some uh, Fred and Can ornaments with Can on them wearing a Santa hat, and they just got Mm -hmm. done. Well, they look great. Sorry, someone sent me a picture of it. Uh, That person being Dave. Anyway, uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support this show and keep it on the air. For without your support, it does not exist. Thank you all for your support. And if you haven't yet, consider it. Lots of things you can get over there. You can also go to frogpants.com slash TMS and get other details as well as every other thing you might need to know about us. That's going to do it for us. Now a song to take us out. Yes. And this is one that I apologize for getting to so late, but I think it was we missed a show or skipped a show that week. Oh, look at you and your mask. How cool. It's a. You can't, How do it's you put a, that on over your headphones? That doesn't work. It doesn't work, but it's a... My mask that well, I wore this morning to the doctor is a um, is camouflage. All of a sudden, I couldn't see the bottom half of your face. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Does it look, look like one like a like a Walking Dead zombie that had his face blown off or whatever? Yeah, like all of a sudden, oh whoa, they, the bottom half of your face just disappeared. Weird. See, I got to quit wearing that. It's bad. Anyway, sorry. do you think Dan Cortese has a hard time finding masks that fit his long face? <laughs> who is Dan Cortese? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Dan, you talking about Dan Cortez? Is it Cortez? Uh, There's an E at the end, isn't there? Isn't it Cortese? Uh, like Patrick Swayze? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who that is. Maybe maybe it is just pronounced Cortez. I don't know. But, uh, I don't know who that is, but I'm gonna, I think we're talking about the same person, but uh maybe there's two guys. I don't know. Dan Maybe Cor- it's just pronounced Cortez. Oh, there anyway. is somebody with an S, not an E. Who's this guy? Okay, hold well, on. Well Dan Cortese. <laughs> C O R T E S E. 
Oh, all right. He's an actor, right? Yeah, Icor says he's dating Sarah Jessica Parker now. Does Matthew Broderick know? Oh my gosh. You just had the Twilight guy go over to their house now and get all the foot face people? Let's do it. Everyone looks like a horse. <laughs> all right, anyway. Sorry. Anyway, uh, wow, where did we go? <laughs> um, all right, let's go to a request that I apologize for not getting to until now. That's what I was saying at the time. Um, Melissa wrote in. She's also Miravina or Mir- Miravina in chat. She had her birthday earlier this month, and I never got to this, so I'm getting to it now. She says, my 40th birthday is coming up November 13th, which is Friday the 13th this year. I'm not sure what to request, to be honest with you, but you have such great taste, so I'll just leave it up to you. Thank you for being amazing. Signed, Miravina. Well, first off, happy belated birthday, Miravina, and I apologize for getting to this uh, so so late. Now, look, if it was on Friday the 13th, I would have picked an unlucky song, but but based on Scott and Brian and I talking about luck earlier today and how many lucky songs there are, um, it seemed right just to have this one right here. How about this cover of Daft Punk's Get Lucky? This is performed by the band Miracles of Modern Science, and boy, do they put a different spin on it. Uh, going out to Mirvi and a happy belated birthday. Oh, very nice. All right, we're going to play it now. We'll be back tomorrow with the Tuesday shenanigans and everything else this week. Thank you for listening and being here. We'll see you tomorrow.
night to get lucky. We're up all night to get lucky. We're up all night to get lucky. We're up all night. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com puerto rico